0: Hello, queers. Welcome to Movies Queer. This is Sarita. Thank you for joining me. It is almost Thanksgiving. Unless you're listening to this after Thanksgiving, then happy post-Thanksgiving. I definitely waited for a while to post this film review of Margarita because I actually really cared about the film and the themes that kind of fell around the theme of family and how there were different representations of family in this film and different representations of people feeling of what family was because people had a different opinion of what family was and we'll talk more about that later but first I do have a trailer for you guys so let's dive in So what is Margarita? Margarita was a film, a Canadian film, made back in 2012, but is getting more of their release and their press now. So if you would like to say 2012 or 2013, of course, it's up to you. It was directed by Dominique Cardona and Laurie Colbert, starring Patrick McKenna, Claire Lottier, Christine Horn, Maya Ritter, and of course, the Margarita herself, Nicola Correa de Mood. And I'll say that if you guys are definitely interested in listening to my exclusive interview with Nicola, it will be uh, released, if not before or after you're listening to this review. It should be up by now. Um, it's I'm telling you guys to take a chance to listen to it. She is sassy, but she's also just so heartwarming. And the way that she explains her character Margarita compared to herself, it's, it's actually very, very realistic and very believable to a lot of the women that are there now and in, in this world. So just take a chance whenever you get the chance to the synopsis of margarita now margarita is a young mexican woman you know hired to be ben and gail's nanny for their daughter molly but she experiences a couple trials in both her relationship with her girlfriend claire and her illegal stay in canada so let's take a look this is my life I'm not Mary Poppins. What does Margarita do around here all day anyway? Mally's in high school now. Uh, fine. We'll tell Margarita together. I want to marry you. Are you pregnant? <laughs> I love you. How can I possibly resist you? I don't know. You have the hots for her? You're more likely have sex with you. <laughs> That's ridiculous. We're having a cash flow Are you firing me? I love you. I don't understand your kind of love. Who would want to be a slave? Let them make their own breakfast. Just come back to bed for a few more minutes. I can't wait for you any longer. Please don't come back. Can you help me? You've been working here illegally for six years and now you ask for fake ID? Why don't you just tell the whole neighborhood? Margarita, I'm begging you. Come with me. I'm so tired of hiding just want to live here like everyone else. Now you guys are familiar with my categories in Movies I La Queer. And if you're not and you're a new Orleans listener, welcome. But we do have a couple categories <laughs> that I like to, uh, I guess, dissect a film in a way. It's definitely different from any other film review just because my films do tackle a lot of queer um, themes obviously movies all queer but we also tackle just the different parts and departments of queer films because in a lot of queer films they have that same i guess the same way of of showing something many times and it gets tiring to the eye i mean just go on netflix and you'll see what i'm talking about in the gay and lesbian section but that is not to say that those films don't have and hold the the right to be as creative and artistic as they are because that's why we made this podcast because those films have inspired us to create the podcast and at the same time they've they've made a point in our in our memory and it's, it's just beautiful, but it's also a little, yeah, you know, kind of our job to kind of tackle those generalizations. But one of the categories is straight to gay. Now, for me, this film was not very straight at all, but there was a character. Uh, his name was Carlos, and Margarita always called him the Brazilian, who was played by Marco Grazini. And what I kind of... I never had a problem with this character, but of course he was in love with Margarita. So there were times that he was almost telling her, like, you know, come on, like, just work with me. Run away with me. Let's go somewhere together. Oh, that was my phone. Oh, I did not know that I had it on loud. Um, and... There was honestly a moment, I'm not sure because of the chemistry that was between Marco and Nicola, but there was definitely a moment that I really felt like she was going to fall for in a moment. Whether it was scripted or not, there was a moment that just the chemistry between them was very, was, was tactile for me. Like I was able to feel it through the screen just for like those two minutes that he was on screen in any way. Um, but other than that, it was very gay because the the, the, men- the mention of Margarita kind of being a lesbian throughout the film was was kind of constantly repeated and the scenes between her and the girlfriend Claire was um, excuse me, the girlfriend Jane was also very repeated so honestly it, it's it was never a question if she was gay or not now my twingy tension is usually to represent the TT is to represent the scenes that were very hot and steamy and you know kind of twinged your twingy <laughs> This is Lauren who made it up, our other co-founder. Now, there were many scenes that definitely was a twingy tension, but not to ruin them all, because I definitely want you guys to see the film, was definitely a scene at the hot tub where Margarita and Jane were spending some time together in, and there was a lot of making out, and it wasn't even any nudity. It was literally just them two in their bathing suits in the cold, because you... Cause I mean, the fact that it was cold during that time was not of question. Everyone was bundled up and it was snow everywhere, but they have decided to go outside into their hot tub, into the cold, into the freezing weather. So I guess hot tubs is very, um, I mean, it's popular all throughout the country, but I guess it's very popular in Canada to be just go to a hot tub while it's freezing and below degrees out there. But yes, that scene was definitely very hot. And I love that it was kind of set in the outside, in the open area, you can believe. And it was out in the bright times. It was pretty good. As far as real lay versus movie lay, this section um, kind of critiques the sex scenes in films. I'll say just a minute bluntly. Now, this film was very respectful of not showing too much nudity or too much of indecency, for those that like to prefer that word. But what I enjoyed was that the chemistry, again, between between Jane and Margarita was very real. Like, their, at least their, their intimacy, their making out, the touching that they kind of gave to one another, the way they looked at each other. It was very real for me. And you, you believed in that romance, and you believed in the passion in bed. And what I liked was also that one of the scenes, I think, or just, I guess, the biggest scene when they were having sex was in the basement of, um, of the house, which is the room, or I guess the area of the room that Margarita slept in. And Jane would, you know, sneak in at night and would go down to follow her and to whatever, to meet her downstairs. And then you kind of just felt like, oh, like this is very realistic. Like this does happen, you know, especially when it's almost like two young girls um, or a young girl or whoever, even if it's not two girls. But in my case, two girls would just kind of sneak into the other one's house to kind of sneak into bed with them. It's very realistic for me. So I definitely want to vote it as a real thing. Um, as far as the crock pot of queso, now this section is more for what is the cheesiest, unnecessary parts of the film that kind of got on your nerves a little bit. Now, I have to say, I saw this film about three times before I reviewed it. And the first time I saw this film, I thought it was not necessary that the film had the relationship of Gail and Ben, which is Molly's parents in here. Just because they were very witty and they kind of went back and forth and they had their own little, like, tension and their own little, like, uh, like you have to do this. now you have to do this. You know, these two prestigious parents of the neighborhood. But when I saw the movie again, I kind of think that that's what almost made the film in a more comedic standpoint. Because if the film just relied solely on Margarita's experiences and her trials in the film, then it actually would have been more of a drama. But what I like was that Gail and Ben definitely made the film more of a comedy. Which is why the film is categorized as a comedy because you have these two characters that are pretty hilarious. At first, it depends on, you know, your sense of comedy and what you would take as a joke. But they, mind you, they love each other, but they're always picking at each other. And it was actually pretty, pretty nice. But are they cheesy? Yes, they are also cheesy. Now, It Hit Home for Me is a section in the film reviews that kind of make us shed a little bit of our skin and to think about the themes in the film. Now, there's a theme of family in the film. There's a theme of romance in the film. And what exactly is love in the film? Sorry. If you hear that little thing in the background, it's my dog. She's playing with her monkey and she's very annoying. (laughs) Now, the part that it home for me was definitely the relationship between Margarita and Molly. Now, I saw the film again a couple times and I thought that the relationship that really stood out to me was Margarita and Jane's because Margarita was, you know, asking and demanding of Jane this emotional... this emotional output that I guess Jane was not ready to release yet or maybe Margarita wasn't seeing it. But... When I saw the film again, the relationship that really stood out to me was that of Molly and Margarita, the relationship of two of two women of basically Molly is a young girl, she's a teenager, she's experiencing what most teenagers experience and that is the fact that the parents You know, the relationship between you and your parents are never as concrete when you're in that age. I mean, just from my own experiences, definitely was not. Um, I had a lot of difficulties with my parents at that age, and it wasn't just any reason. You know, I had difficulties with myself, so it also projected onto my parents, and it wasn't really possible to have a a smooth relationship with my mom or my dad. But what I liked about Margarita and Molly's was that as Margarita, you know, became a nanny you know molly saw up to her of course as a bigger sister as someone that was like um a good role model and to the point that towards the film you get Molly saying no like I want to run away with you you know like it's getting tough so I want to leave with you I mean I'll, I'll become a nanny too like how hard can it be like I just want to be around you I, I want to keep you at you are you know you're the whole point of me being here you're the only one that understands me and it was just that it was heartbreaking to see Margarita's face and telling her like no like you can't come with me and and you really believed that heartbreak between them so that definitely hit home for me now as far as critiques As far as critiques go, I have to have them. And honestly, one of the critiques that I had was Jane's character. And nothing against... Nothing against Jane or Christine Horn herself, who plays Jane, but just the fact that we didn't get enough chance to really know the character margarita was very skilled in just shutting jane out when she did not want her around because of you know the f- the problem that they had which again i will not you know spoil in the film but she she kind of just shut her out out of the way and we didn't really get to see a lot of jane's airtime or screen time she was kind of just excommunicated in a way and when times that jane would return and would come back on screen not that you would forget about her definitely not but you would question wait a minute why are you here or oh yeah jane okay and then you kind of you, you couldn't really connect with jane's character i couldn't connect with jane's character um it's up to your representation of course but that would be my one of my or biggest critiques of when, in terms of the character and my second and last critique has to be the ending. I mean, I watched the film three times, and I would, of course, skip some scenes that I already watched enough, because I would repeat some scenes. And when I got to the ending, I would think, wait a minute, that's it? Like, that's all that happened? Like, they just, what? And again, not to spoil the ending, but really? Like, I'm, I, and it's almost like an open-ended question, also, for those that are listening, is if you watched the film, would you have been satisfied with the ending? Would the ending have been something that you would have enjoyed to talk about or enjoyed to be around? Now, I'm considering um, doing posts that both upload like the general reviews like this and also upload the spoiler reviews of some films. And I am considering doing those so I can just talk about it like, oh my gosh, like if it was good or bad or just, you know, gush about the film as well, so... Honestly, that's just a question for those that are also listening, from the distributor, from Wolf Video, from those that uh, produced the film. What exactly did you want us to kind of get from that ending? Because I kind of didn't really understand. I mean, I understood the, the, the events that took place, but I didn't understand what you want us to feel at the end. Because I felt kind of puzzled and kind of left disheartened a little bit. Now, as far as a rating, I mean, if it wasn't for Jane's character as well as the ending, I would have rated the film high because it is very smart. It is very sexy. It's spicy. You have such a strong character of Margarita who is... Very um, resilient to a lot of emotion, and she she fights it as much as she can because of not only her job but her upbringing. And I I really did like the film, but at the same time, the character did kind of of Jane did really leave me kind of like eh, like you know. And then the ending was definitely something that was left a lot of satisfaction from. So my rating is a 3.2 out of five. Again, I do recommend this film. I did recommend it to my girlfriend to watch. She hasn't given me her full review of it yet. I do hope I get it from her just because it's it's definitely interesting to see you know what your significant other would look at the film as now my questions to the listeners and you don't have to respond back of course you can if you like in an email at movies I look at gmail.com or my personal email sarita at sarita ramirez.com but my question is if you could be illegal at any country which would it be? Now, for me, if I could be illegal in any country, I think I would be illegal in Spain. And in that country, Spain for me, if you were allowed to take only one item and that does not include a person, what would it be? Now, I would not take my dog because she is considered a person, so she would automatically come, but I would take at least one book, a book that I have read a million times and that I never get tired of, and I have a couple in my library, so I might have to think about that one. But this is Movies All Queer. And now if you liked, loved, or even hated this review, check out our other ones in the page. We have posted a lot. So if you loved, liked, or even hated this review, check out our other ones at moviesalliqueer.podbean.com. It is also going to be available in my website, SaritaVamirez.com. If you have a film request in mind that we have not touched upon, or even a major motion picture film, you can submit the reviews at requests, the review requests at, movies queer at gmail.com, as well as, again, Sarita at saritaRamirez.com. We are open, open to suggestions as well as open to critiques, constructive criticism, of course. Um, again, we I do have an interview up with Nicola Correa de Mood. It should be up now for your lovely listening ears. Again, thank you for joining me. My name is Sarita and have a bloody great thanksgiving and if you already had a bloody great thanksgiving and you're listening to this post thanksgiving then have a bloody great holiday season okay bye